Did I scare you, Will? It's like you scared you there for a minute. Nah, I'm good. I'm just excited to be on the show today. Oh, I, you, I thought maybe you failed your surprise roll. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're sitting in today with a special uh, guest, Anna Meyer, who is the uh, creator or the project developer of the Maps of Greyhawk Online. And Anna, what's the full name of your project, actually? I'm... Well, it's I stole the title from, from the... Uh, the Atlas of the Flannies. Ah, I see that. And uh, tell us how you started upon this project, actually. Well, I kind of I started like so many others, and I'm a, I'm a first generation gamer. I started 7980 when the the first Red Box came out. We actually we started back in, in Sweden, where I used to live. We started with a Xerox copy of the original. Rules the, the, that small pamphlet of, of things and one set of dice for the entire group, but it only took like six months or something. And then the red box had come out here in America, and and, and then we we actually sent for one and and we had that and a whole set of dice. And I've, I've played ever since. And but we had a very good DM. He was awesome, and he'd made his own adventures and so on. So so when I saw the Greyhawk box coming out, I bought it and I read it. I fell in love with it, and 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 then I wanted to have a map that had all the as much information as possible. I always dreamt of having that full-blown map I could sit in, and and when I plan my overland journeys and so on. So it kind of grew from that, but it took until mid '90s until I had the tools that I could really started it. So so my digital mapping project that I'm doing right now, it's I started that in the late '90s. Oh wow. And you started back when you said you came from. You just moved from Sweden, so you were doing it there originally. Then, mm -hmm. yes, I did. I started. I when when uh, Bryce, that is 3D landscape software, you can create uh, terrain and stuff. That mm -hmm. came out in '96, and so I started working '96, '97 to learn that and use it. And I was really found my style around. 2000, and then, then when I then I found out how I wanted to do the maps, and I got a basic workflow going, and I've kept it up ever since. So, which program are you using now to make your maps? I'm using uh, Bryce. It's a it's still a very it's old software that I'm using to to create and render the terrain, and then I'm using Photoshop and Corel Draw to 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 kind of touch up the terrain, use add symbols, heraldry, text, and all that. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Will you have any questions? Well, no. It's uh, well. First, thank you for coming. It's great to speak oh. to you. Uh, I am a huge fan of of uh, individuals who do this kind of stuff. 
And I'm, I'm surprised that you're using such an older program because when I looked at it, I said, well, I was thinking you was using like, uh, uh, what do they call it, campaign cartographer. I thought you was probably using that. Mm-hmm. Or I, 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 there were some other, you know, map programs that I actually use to make my maps up for overland maps and everything. So for using an older program that you're using, your work is extremely impressive. Well, thank you. Um, I've actually I've, I've tested them all. I, I have a license for all of Pro Fantasy software, and and they're doing great things. And and the reason I've stuck with Bryce is more for consistency. Today there is a, a program that is called View from Eon Software. I'm using that one too, and for my future projects, that is a hundred times more powerful than than Bryce's. But since I started with it, and I want to keep the same look so so i and workflow through this entire project that's why i'm stuck with the old old rice program but for, for the the campaign cartographer and the all the other projects software from pro fantasy they are great too and they do great products but for the the kind of map i'm doing i haven't found anything that works better than Bryce. View will be much better, but the problem is I have to keep the, the style and the consistency, so it will look the same, so to speak. So that's um, my original from software, but I'm, I'm glad that I can retire Bryce in, in probably six months or, or something like that, and then I can use more modern software for my future projects. Awesome. Well, I mean, I'm not going to complain about it because I think it's impressive. And as a matter of fact, uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to take a look at this one particular tile. And we're talking about the Empire of Ayuz. Ayuz. Mm-hmm. And certainly enough, there's White Blue Mountain. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that's very impressive. I, I just, uh, that's one of my favorite places there in Greyhawk. And mm-hmm. I'm just impressed with the detail that you use. I mean, I just, it, it's just the colors are vivid. It's its very, very good. I'm very impressed. I love how you did the water with the water depths. It's just very impressive use of that program. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with the program, not as much as I used to be. Because now, like I said, I use campaign cartographer. I use, uh, oh, I forgot what the other one is called right now. It's, hex they'll maps? come to me in a second. I got dozens of them here. Is it the hex map one? Yeah, they have. Well, it's it's made by iBoss, I-B-O-S, I believe it is. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's it, 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 this, There's multiple uh, companies out there, some individual ones and everything, and that's the second one that comes to mind because that one is strictly uh, overland cartography and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just extremely impressed with this program. I'm, I'm just, like, astonished at how well it really turned out after all these years. No, it's very well done. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. But that that's the, the big problem we're talking about, the, the colors and the depth of the ocean and stuff. That's the what I see the big difficulty when you make maps, especially for role-playing games, is that the map has to be both informational and inspirational. And and that is usually a, a kind of – a map is either informational. That means that it looks like something out of a GPS map or, or something for Rand McNally Road Atlas. It just has a lot of information, but very little inspiration. Or you can have a map that looks like the, the wonderful medieval handouts or, or the things from, from the Lord of the Rings books or something that looks awesome, and stunning and inspirational. But you can't deduct what the terrain really looks like. You can't measure things and so on. And my goal was to try and make something that is as 
detailed and accurate as Google Earth maps for, for a fantasy world, but still looks kind of fantasy and, and, and have some sort of inspirational thing as well. And that's the real, that took so long to, to merge these kind of two very different goals into one map. That was my first big struggle, so to speak, to overcome that. But after three, four years, I found a style that I like and, and I've got a lot of fans for so I want, I want to have both the medieval look and the Google Earth map. Oh, wow. And those wondering out there listening right now, you can go to greyhawkmaps.net slash start.html to get to right to the maps. Jump right in there and go to area maps, and you see an impressive map here with all these numbers on it. And if you click on the number, you can go into the little bits and pieces of the map, and you see a lot of detail and design. You can put it up on JPEG or PDF, whichever one you like. And if you go in there and pick it up, it gives you a big, huge blow-up of the map if you want, full size. And there's so much details like, oh, wow, I'm so <laughs> looking at square 35, I believe. Yeah, 35. Yeah. And uh, you can just see the details in the map of the roads and the kingdoms and different symbols of the towns and this, wow paths here and do you have a, ma a key on the map let's see yeah there's a legend yeah, there's a legend there's miles yep. on the map so you can you can actually probably print this all out and put it on your wall too i know people like displaying maps on their wall for Greyhawk and for forgotten realms and everything actually you know what this is really funny anna and uh you know this is very similar well i've been i say that it's it, it, it's it can't be similar because you're not using pro fantasy but this is almost real similar to the interactive Forgotten Realms Atlas, if you're familiar with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I bought that one when it came out, and and uh, and and looked at it, and and I want to have part of it, and I like the the function of it, but I the style is not kind of inspirational enough. I want to look. I want to see every mile what the terrain. Like I want to know where the small forests are, the little hills, the the little marsh with the trolls in it, and 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 all these kind of small, cute details that give an overland journey. If you travel 500 miles across country, I, as a DM, I want to be able to to tell the players and 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 in, inspire myself to create interesting interact encounters and and what they see and and experience during the road. It's, it's like when you travel in role playing games in a campaign, a road is only as long as the number of things that happens. So if right. you travel across the world, you need to have like 500 things happen over 10 play sessions, then it will feel like a journey across the world. Right. If you just tell the players that you spend a month on, on horseback going across the plains, the hills, and, and, and all that and crosses, that feels like nothing for, for, for a character. So, so that was one of my journeys in this, to, to have a map, a tool for that kind of adventuring with, with, during a campaign. You know, and that's really funny how you bring this up because I have a good friend of mine. Um, I don't know if he owns a gaming store here in town. Uh, he has a uh, weekly D&D group, and they're going through Greyhawk. This, uh, he uses primarily Greyhawk. He will not use Forgotten Realms. He uses Greyhawk. And yeah. what he did was, now, you know, the old Greyhawk map folios. There was like, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know how many editions were there. You know, they were done in the 80s all the way up. 
for yeah. a couple of years mm-hmm. and yeah. those yep. maps and he looked at those maps and he says you know what this is so lame this is just an outer space view of the continent i want something better so what he did was and uh he, he took a black pen and he actually you know blew up those areas using black pen and uh sometimes vince i'll have to post those pictures of his work yeah please. he actually hand drawn not not to the scale that you did here anna but something similar to it he hand with, with a black pen and hand drawn it and put all the lettering all the roads all the rivers and everything mm-hmm. it did a very exceptional job on it and and pretty yeah. much said this is the way i want people to visualize when they travel and that's what inspired mm-hmm. him was it's just the the you know the uh the detail the, the the view you can see a tree instead of a road or a word that says forest of of uh pigs with orc faces <laughs> now you have a whole forest with a bunch of trees there with the river meandering through it with a road you know <laughs> bordering it so yes yes excellent mm-hmm. It's a scary forest, Will. Thank you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and it was just a joke because everyone makes fun of me when I say pigs with orc faces because there was a big oh, yeah. debate on whether orcs have those kind of faces. You're still saying <laughs> yeah, remember the monster manual one with the, the it actually is a I think an orc that looks like a pig in, in some sort of armor and 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 it's it's really silly, but. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, I call it pigs. So instead of saying orcs mm-hmm. with pig faces, I say pigs with orc faces. Yeah. He keeps saying yeah, it backwards. Because I... yeah. oh. <laughs> anyway. So uh, so what could the community do to help you with your research or your, your maps? Because if someone wanted to step up and help you, what can they do? The, the research primarily. And that amazes most people. They, they just think that I'm sitting down using shop and, and software draw the maps but actually to make the maps themselves it's less than half the work the, the it, research probably take about 75 between 50 and 75 percent of the time at least is research research is way way bigger and undertaking than actually making the maps hmm. so I probably have a doctorate in in in, in Greyhawk Geography. I probably spent ten thousand hours the past decade to read everything ever published by Greyhawk for the Greyhawk campaign over and over again, and taking notes of everything. Huh. So that must mean including like all the A D and D modules where you know mm-hmm. the uh, where adventures took place, like against the giants, and uh, of course yes. White Blue Mountain and all those other places. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, everything. And then then there's a lot of things that had. It's contradictory. You have one little detail in one module, and then you have another one from a Dragon magazine that says two different things. Yeah. And then you have a third one in, in, in From the Ashes or Face of Is some other module later on, so to speak. And then you have the latest big edition is all everything from Living Greyhawk campaign. And there's like a couple of hundred modules and small source books. And then you have a lot of very well written fandom on the internet that people they are as dedicated to Greyhawk as I could ever be, and they have written tons of, of wonderful articles and fleshed out regions and stuff. So I try to bring that in as well. So, wow. so I try to really add as much flavor to every part of the continent as possible, and that, that takes a lot of time. And thankfully, so I've had a, a, a large group of other fans that help me with research. But the problem is they often help me 
afterwards. Huh. It's like if I tell them on my Facebook group and other places, and I'm going to, to map a certain realm, a part of it in a couple of months. So can you please just send me text or, or ideas or things that I should put in there? I, do, I seldom hear a thing. As soon as I put the first version of the map up, I hear like I get fifty replies saying, "Oh, that is not there, and that shouldn't be there, etc., etc." Then everybody knows about it, and, and so I have to go back. So in the beginning, I tried to do as much research as possible, and then I put the map up that that I thought was accurate, and then I got all these objections and and other very very good ideas. I love the criticism. I couldn't do any of this without all that criticism. So it's positive, but now I kind of use that post critique at, to my to my advantage so now I do a half research may I put it out there and then then I get the feedback and then I go back and remake a new version of it hmm. well that's good I mean I, I'm glad yeah. that people have you know an opportunity to criticize your work and everything and I'm glad that you take that constructive criticism turn it around to make a better map and everything and I can see the difficulties you're having but I am certain that there was stuff out there, and I'll have to look it up here in just a second. So I'm going to leave for just 45 seconds to take a look at something mm-hmm. to see if you have this certain uh, book that gives you a full detailed history of Greyhawk. I think you might have it already. I, 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 there's no doubt you probably have it, but I'll just have to take a look and see if you have it. No, that's right. So where is the Keep of the Borderlands? Where is that at? you know which tile that would be at? Would anyone know uh, that? No. Not yet. I have. I have actually. I've, it was like years ago. So I read some of it when I did Furiundi and and I, the Empire of Ayus uh, around the uh, Shield Lands and stuff. And that was almost ten years since I did it. And and then I didn't have. But there are at least two versions. I think of the the module. There is. I have the. Somewhere in all my things, I have the this. I think it was a second edition thing that came out that was Keep of the Borderlands. Right, it's yep. a return to the Keep of the Borderlands. Yeah. Yep. And then, then, but I don't have. I have. I I probably have about ninety percent of everything that was published for Greyhawk in physical, so to speak. I'm sure that I had. The biggest, I had the biggest D and D collection in Scandinavia by far. And and that, because I back in the day I simply bought everything. A couple of years I bought everything that TSR even pu- published everything, just to be sure. <laughs> and then then some. Then I started to be more kind of when Forgotten Realms grew big. I started to pick what I wanted. So I I, I kind of looked through the TSR catalog and and I was actually co-owner of a game store one. So when we got the the, the upcoming titles for the year, I just crossed everything I wanted and and ordered a copy of mine. So I got like a bunch of things every month and I just put them on the shelf. And a lot of it I didn't read until now. But now I've digitized all that. So I downloaded PDFs and everything and put it into Evernote so I can do a digital search. So if there is a name or something, I can just search and find everything. And then I can just cut and paste everything of one area into one document. And then I have that as, as my nightly reading. So I read that for like a week or something. And then I go into to, to making the map. So I make notes of everything. So I've tried to to make the research much faster and and. Without the digital tools, this w- wouldn't be possible because the amount of information, if you consider the Living Greyhawk campaign and all the, the great articles of Earth Journal and, and all the other 
from cannon fire and so on. That is so much that you need to kind of condense it somehow. Right. So how far do you see you taking this project to the very I mean, I mean obviously you're going to take it to the very end. How much more do you think you have left, I should say? Well, in when it comes to doing the Flannies map, I'm probably about 80% done. Okay. Between 80 and 90% done. I only have the Sheldamar Valley and the and then I have the Tilvanot Peninsula with Scarlet Brotherhood. Those are the only main areas that requires a lot of work that I have still to map and then I have to go back and 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 take all the there are some errors I've, I've kind of filled a, an, a, an error document that I have to go in and, and fill up and and so on and that will probably keep me occupied another three months then I've done the the all the major map work on 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 the flannies map so to speak and then I will take that and very several different formats. I will do a large wall map. I will make a, a sort of atlas thing that you can, you can print into a book and, and some other formats. I will probably have an online atlas that you can click on, that you can zoom in and out and stuff like that. That will probably keep me busy for about six months. Interesting. Hmm. Yep. But then I have then there is the whole new dimension because then you have close up maps, you have city maps, you have location maps, famous locations that hasn't been mapped yet, and and a lot of other stuff that is really really interesting and that has never been mapped, not even in any of the publications before. You have great cities that that have a great fame that has never got a map, like Stoink, for instance, in Vanity right. Kingdoms is a city that has been written about in in books and modules and, and so on over years and years and years, but there had never been a map of them. So, so there's well, I tell you, I want to see a map of Dragatha's Lair and Thing Gizzard Tut. I always wanted to know about those two places. Yep. Yep. There, there, are, there, are, there are several places like that. Then there are places that had maps uh, published in old volumes, and I don't think the maps make any sort of justice. They, for instance, the Forgotten Temple of Teristun or Theristun, I don't know how you pronounce it in English. Yeah, Theristun. Yeah, you said it right, yeah. Theristun. Yeah, and and th- there you have and in the uh, Igvilves lair in the Yatils, and 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 you have several of the infamous, famous locations that is only a small dungeon map with like tens. Itty bitty rooms, itty bitty rooms with with no details whatsoever. I want to one of my things that I would like to do pet projects is to make these into proper, real, big locations that that has all the details and 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 tons of stuff in it, and and make real dungeon maps in full color of these places. That's that's one of the things I would love to do. Take these th- places and expand them and update them and include things and and really make them place of fame, so to speak. So what other projects are you working on while you're working on this? Because I know everyone knows you always work on more than one project at once because that's just human nature. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, right now, um, my big thing that I do apart from my uh, Flannies map is I'm starting to work out the style I want to have for city maps and Dunyan maps and, and location, like small location maps because the Flannies map is huge scale, this continental scale, but if when I do maps of a village or a Dunyan or, or some other small place, that requires a 
completely different approach. And so I'm I'm working on on trying to find the style and to to kind of keep something that looks cool and then embed as much information in it as possible so it will be useful maps for 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 dms and players and so on to to really have it so and and i'm also working on a tile system that i can use for this and and so so that is and then I have a couple of, of commissions and stuff that people want me to do. So, so I, I'm, I'm sure I will be busy the coming three or four years with this full time. And say a, a fan decided that they liked your work and they want to submit something to you for the project, would you accept it and maybe consider using it? Oh, yes. I've, I've got tons of, of stuff already in my Flying East maps. I've, I have several of the the authors of, of Worth Journal articles and others. They've, they've sent me their stuff and, and I've also published some of my maps in Worth Journal. So I'm, And I made probably half a dozen maps between, yeah, probably around 10 now projects for, for people commission things. I, I, I did a map for one person that was good nothing to do with role-playing games, but he, he was an avid role-player and seen my maps, but he was also a commissioner who broke and sold TV stations. So I had to make a map of the southwestern United States for him that looked really cool so he can use with all the TV stations in it. So so sometimes it kind of spills over into other projects too. But when it comes to role-playing games, um, there is at least three things that I'm discussing right now, and, and there's some some top professional names in the business so I'm, that, that is interested in, in having having maps that I'm making. So so I, hopefully I can have this as a part-time to full-time occupation. Wow. And so let's 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 go through a typical making of the map. How from from sitting down to designing the first map to the very end of that first map that you're making, say starting tomorrow, how long would it exactly take you and what are the steps that you go through? Well, first is the research, right. and 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 for, I, I will take example. A lot of people have asked me if I can do the same thing for Forgotten Realms that I've done for Greyhawk, and and I've said it's certainly possible. And the first thing to do is to find the res- uh, to gather the research material, and 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 to realize I have everything needed, and then I would sit down and try to figure out how what would be the end purpose of this is it going to be a wall map is it going to be a, a map that you'd be able to print and put on the the game table or use on a computer screen so you have some sort of semblance what scale should i doing this and once you've kind of found the, what you're going to to work towards as the end goal of, of making it look like then you have to I have to start th- thinking about the style of the map what kind of how would the landscape be is it do you want a 3d thing that looks like a, 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 a satellite photo do you want something that is purely medieval with stylized hills and mountains and and stuff that way and then the symbols what would the symbols look like and and other things and then make a kind of idea I want to have these features on the map and they should look that way and and when that is done then it's time to dig into the research to find as many details as possible because that way I have to redo things afterwards that's really important and research can often take just to research one kingdom in in a place like Greyhawk or 
Forgotten Realms or Dragonlance or something where there's tons of stuff. That might take a month. That might be four or five hundred hours of reading combined, so to speak. If Forgotten Realms probably have like two sources for every realm, and you have to read and scan all these. That's the huge undertaking. So, so my advice is, if I'm going to make a map like the, the the Greyhawk map I'm now doing for Forgotten Realms, I would never do sit down and do the research because I can't. I don't know enough of Forgotten Realms. I haven't played in it. I haven't been uh, DMing it for for years because I, it takes that much skill because I don't even know where to look. So, so that way, someone else have to do that research, and and then I can bombard that person with two hundred questions for every kingdom, so to speak. Where are all the cities? How many people live there? Are they fortified? And and where are the scary forests and the bogs and and all these details? And but I can, if I have all these details on a a, a very ugly small sketch, that's usually all it takes on a napkin or a couple of pieces of paper and then I can start doing that. So if I have the research, it wouldn't then I can probably turn out a really good map of a kingdom in a week if I if I have the research. So so I'm so that is the thing. If people just do the research and put all the details on a very crude sketch and some text, then I can work on it and and make a really good map of it. Yes, you know, you mentioned the Forgotten Realms and everything. I, I could not even imagine someone taking a project and 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 reducing it to the scale that you're mentioning, because of of the vast historical content of just of of the Forgotten yep. Realms itself. Mm-hmm. And in, in any case, whether it's Kingdoms of Calamar or Dark Sun or the Scarred Lands or or even Greyhawk and everything, all of them have very extensive histories. And uh, the original creator, if they're not around, uh, to say, I bless this, you see where I'm coming from, then, you know, it's always going to be up in the air for question, well, it shouldn't be this, it shouldn't be that and everything. Uh, the Forgotten Realms, you have Ed Greenwood and... Uh, as long as you have him around, he said, "Yeah, it's about twenty-eight miles to that city. Yours is like twenty-one, yeah. so you need to increase it seven more." Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just being facetious now and everything, but yeah, I, I just can't imagine, you know, trying to collect all the historical data and which one is canon, which one is not, and if you're going to use, for example, you, like you said you brought up Living Greyhawk, and I would make simply make a new map or a whole new map just for just the Living Greyhawk history because it continues to evolve. Yeah, yeah, and and th- th- that's that's interesting because th- there you have a lot of the errors that creeps in over time. The original sources says, says one thing, and then you have the 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 later editions of the same thing. Is like both Greyhawk and Forgotten Realms. The setting itself has come out twice and three times, maybe even four times, with new revisions and updated. And and a lot of these they contradict sources and and then another problem that i've I've found is that the the text is often the accurate maps are seldom accurate or or they often have errors because when you read the text then the 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 maps don't match the text not even in the same book or module and the reason for this i think is that the 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 authors that wrote the text the writers of the module or or book they knew what they were doing but the, the 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 cartography and the maps they were outsourced to someone who got 
who were simply good at using computer graphics or can make a, make a painting, often they were not even gamers. They were just artists that did things. They'd never played in the world. They were not sure. So, so they just put stuff in there, and they were working on a tight time scale and budget. And therefore, they just put it in there, and the map seldom matched the, the text. So in my priority, text always supersedes maps, almost always. I have to have a very good reason to believe the map rather than the text. Well, now that you bring that up, uh, are you f- so, well, you're from that, that region of the world and everything. Did you ever collect a UK series of modules? Mm-hmm. Yes, I had them too. Okay. Yeah. So now, <clears throat> excuse me, did you, uh, are these, uh, are those modules and, and all those maps uh, inputted into the world of Greyhawk? No, I haven't really, because most of them are they they've gotten places in Greyhawk. So some of them I put in there, but some of them I haven't. There is like one Alice in Wonderland module, or I think that was part of it. There there's some modules, and and that's the problem with old Greyhawk stuff is that it's often. Um, Things they used for a tournament at a, at a convention somewhere. They had them as convention model, modules for a convention, and then they, since Greyhawk was the then back then the official setting and the sometimes often the only setting if you go really far back in history, the only setting for D and D. Or and then so what they did, they took the these modules and they shoehorned in them them into Greyhawk and changed them a little bit, and therefore they. Often they don't belong. That they they become famous, but if you read it around and you read about the country where they're placed in, the original description of the country never mentions them. They they don't seem to fit the culture and so on. It's and and they're just there, so speaking. So 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 I place them in on the map a lot of times because they're supposed to be there. But some of them I've. I've I think I've even excluded because they don't seem to fit in there. So, and and actually, to be honest, I think that a lot of the old Greyhawk modules they don't have much quality. I have never played them as as they're supposed to be. I used them for backdrops and and for for kind of inspiration, and then I make something else of it. But the source book. I think are the strength in Greyhawk. They are fantastic. Like the the Marklands, I use the Evil and and the the Scarlet Brotherhoods. They are fantastic as source books for the setting. But most of the adventures, I don't like them at all. Okay, great. I think the last question I have for you is: if I was going to start a project like this, like yours, I should say. And I want to create my own maps. What advice would you give me to to design my own land with my own maps? First of all, you should sit down and and figure out a style of the map and and look at other maps and and map maker, both real world maps and old medieval maps and old city maps, and try to fi- figure out a style of the map you want to have and 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 take inspiration from from everything you you see around you map wise and others and and when you found that style, then you should see if you can create that and it's often it's not that hard and then figure out when you have the style then in the same way you figure out what software you want to use and and you work out a a workflow for me i think it one of the most important thing is to find the style you want for for that particular map and then start out fairly small and and until you feel like you 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 mastered the style you want so to speak and when you when you have cranked out one small map of, of the type you want then you can kind of bring that out to a lot of different maps and then you can start 
using the the software more and then you can work on this the style so to speak when you look at uh, rob lazaretti's maps or, or jonathan roberts maps they are awesome but you can also see that they're working with often very particular styles they 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 they, they found a way to work that they like and then they can crank out beautiful maps using the same style over and over and over again, and and I'm start trying to do the same thing. I'm now I've mastered kind of large overland maps. I won't know how I want to use that, but if I'm going to do Forgotten Realms, then I have to change probably a lot of the typography, the 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 what the symbology would look like, so it will more reflect that campaign and the traditions and so on in that in that world. Awesome. And Will, you said you had one more last question? Well, I just wanted to bring up that uh, you are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, people can go on Facebook and join the, uh, the, the the Greyhawk one. What is it called again? What is the title of that Facebook page? Or Oh, we have, I, have a, I have a Greyhawk Maps by Anna. That's my Facebook page where I, I present things. And I have my, uh, my website. But unfortunately, my website doesn't look any good right now because I just upgraded it to a modern uh, WordPress site with all the f- bells and whistles and functions. So I've only got it to the implemented functions of, of last week. So, so the graphics and so on will come in a, in a couple of days or, or at least within a couple of weeks I will have a site that also looks appealing. Now it's only working, but it doesn't look much yet. But then I have a Flan East Geographical Society that that me and some of of the other uh, Greyhawk Facebook friends and people from from Cannon Fire we started that one so we can discuss uh, Greyhawk map making in detail and we made it to a se- as a secret group and that was not really because we don't want members but it was also because we sometimes we publish things in that Facebook group that are intellectual property of, of various role-playing game companies. So we didn't want to spread that around, but we still want to be able to use it for our internal discussions. Yeah, see, that's excellent then. So that'll get hopefully some more attention. And uh, that's, that's just awesome. Definitely. Well, I like the maps. I think I'm, I'm very glad that I saw this. Because my intent now is to get them and put them all on a CD since they are PDF. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try and figure out how I can get them printed out in, in, in the best way possible. Um, and then I'm going to try and do it for a player format so that I'm not showing them the entire thing. I, there's just so many options that you can do with, with the maps. And I, I just, I'm very impressed with your work you did. And really awesome. What's a, what's a better word for awesome? Excellent, outstanding, Superb. phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. I like phenomenal. Well, that's, that, that's, <laughs> Yeah. Great job, though. Now, Anna, what if well, someone? Thank you so much. What if someone contacted you and said, uh, "I love the way you do maps. I stink at making maps. Could you make a map for me?" And they're willing to give you some money. Would you do that? Yes, I've done it probably on half, at least half a dozen occasions, even even for for a DM. And what I usually do is I make custom make f- custom versions of my maps that were that were some in when they hockey they changed things in their campaign the city became a ruin or they created a, a new village where they had their characters base or a stronghold somewhere they want their castle in there so i created special versions for them that way and if it's just a small alteration i will do gladly do it for free and then i have to add that first of all my maps are creative common they're licensed under creative commons meaning that people can download them use them share them change them and anyway 
they want as long as they're not trying to sell them right. and and if they just give me credit they can do anything privately they can change them and the pdf maps they have a very smart feature that way they are layered which means oh. that you if you can turn in on and off layers so you can turn off all the text for instance so you can have do player handouts you can use them as base for your own maps and Soon, when I'm done with all the maps, I will put all the symbols out there in special files. So you can take the terrain and my symbols, and you can make your own version of the maps. So, so I will make it simple for people to, to put, put their own versions of Greyhawk out there. They can make all mashup versions of my maps. So, so that will come. But I, I'm not my the symbols I'm using and still in development, so to speak. I will add and change them until I'm done with all the maps. Then I will put the symbols out there as well. Excellent, because I know quite a few people who can't make maps and are always like, "Oh, how can you tell me that someone makes good maps?" So yeah, yeah. Now, if someone wants, go ahead, Will. Go, no, go ahead, Vince. Go ahead. I was going to say, if someone wants to contact you or get a hold of you, Anna, how would they do that? They can uh, go to my website and send me a contact message there, or they can send me uh, go to my Facebook page and just send me a message there. It's uh, and my uh, email address is Anna A N N A at ghmaps dot net, and that's ghmaps dot net. Greyhawkmaps dot net. Yep. Well, you had one last question. Oh, well, not really a question. Just another comment. I'm just you know I, I was just looking at her, uh, looking at the. Uh, the Facebook page, the, the Flannis uh, Geographical Society and everything, and I'm just enjoying the comments on there, and I like how the collaboration comes in. It, it seems very positive. So, no, it's excellent. I think this, this is all very good, very good. Thank you. Well, great. And we appreciate you coming on and talking to us about this, and hopefully it'll, some more people will get interested in the project and uh, help you with the research. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it was it was a delight, and and I'm so glad that you do a wonderful podcast. So I I hope that I can listen to many many more wonderful editions. Oh, okay. and you said you will make maps for people? Yes. There's Uh-oh. a place called the Land of the Pigs with Orc Faces. Maybe you can make oh, one of those. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just messing around. <laughs> yeah. But I will make uh, tutorials. Once I'm done with this, I made a few small tutorials and, and at uh, what's this called? It's called uh, YouTube. A second. Or... It's a most wonderful website. I have to mention that it's not my website. It's the wonderful, it's campaign. Oh, uh, photographer? It's cartographersguild.com. Oh, yes, yes. That's that's the wonderful site. So if you're interested in making maps for your role-playing game, become a member there. They have all the best mappers in the world some mem- are members there, and they are they have tons of tutorials. You can ask questions, and you can see all the cool styles of fantasy mapping or science fiction mapping uh, there is, so to speak, on that site. It's fantastic. There, there's a couple of thousand members on that one, and it's fantastic. I haven't posted there enough, but I will. I will go back there, and it's it's fantastic. That one day you can find everything, and hopefully I will be able to make my tutorials into a book or, or something in the future. I've I've collected and written down how I done things, so. So that will hopefully come out in the future too. So it might help people, aspiring map makers. Now, which place is this? Uh, the uh, cartographersguild.com. Cartographersguild in in one word. 
Yeah, it's an amazing site. There's like expert map makers on there, like people that yep. do professionally map making. Mm-hmm. And you you can go in there and ask to critique, and they'll help you build your maps by critiquing your maps. I've seen that place. It's very yep. very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everybody's very nice. They don't say, "Oh, well, your map stinks." You know, they'll tell. Well, they're not gonna say, but, uh, but you know, to the minor say, "Oh God, this guy stinks." stinks. No, 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 they won't do that. I've, <laughs> and I've seen maps that yep. looks like a three year old drew it. And they'll say, well, maybe you should do this to improve it or do that. You know, good yep. start. They don't say bad negative things there. No, and, and critique of, of your maps when you're making maps, you need others to help you to, to make the quality good. So I wouldn't be able to crank out these maps, and especially not this fast, without – that's kind of weird saying that it takes over 10 years to do it. But all the critique that I've gotten over the years have made my maps as good as they are. Otherwise, without the community behind me, I wouldn't be able to do this. Right. Okay, so. that's, that's that's very flattering to hear too. That's very good that you know that like I said, the gaming community and, and as far as Greyhawk is concerned, is, is you know it, it's kind of small. Let's be realistic; it is a small community, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know it, it's an older older you know campaign setting. You know that's the reality of the situation, and hopefully with uh, other people that do the work that you do and you put so much heart into and so much love into your creation, and everything. That this will attract more people, make it a large community, and then the collaboration, of course, you know, increases, you know, two, three, four, fivefold. No, that's that, that's why we, we we enjoy having people like you around because you're the ones that you know that, that continue to keep the heart pumping. <laughs> yeah, and thankfully there are new members coming into the Greyhawk community, both on Cannon Fire, that is one of the big hangouts on the internet for Greyhawk freaks and 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 fanatics, and 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 several other places. There's still people getting interested and actually i think we will wizard of the coast or 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 whoever will have the 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 ip and, and intellectual property rights of it in the future will probably come with a new version of Grey hawkins some years to come it's too good to be left out there for long and there's so many things being revived in in today's role-playing game world with all the new technology and stuff. So so I think that we haven't seen the end of any other game world. They will come back again. I don't think you have to worry too much. They're too interested in Forgotten Realms right now. So. Oh, yeah. It will take years. It will yeah. take three or four years. But then they probably want to have something to complement or or when that, once they've done with most of the things for Forgotten Realms. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so you know how to contact you. We're on you know, the website, ghmaps.net. Which is your blog, I see, and then you can go to start slash start html, which is the actual maps. And uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. We appreciate you coming on the show and telling us all about the maps and how to do it. And uh, I'm sure that many fans will appreciate it, especially one that really requested you come on the show. Okay, he thank you so much. Very interested. So, you uh, say keep it original, keep it old school, and good night, everybody. <laughs> Roll for initiative.